Bill O'Reilly here, Tuesday, August 16th, 2022. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening across our nation. Donald Trump accusing the FBI of stealing his passports. L.A.'s radical district attorney avoids a recall. Hollywood celebrities hire at-home security as crime surges. Americans turn to fast food to cope with inflation. Also ahead, the FBI, good or bad? But first, Donald Trump accusing the Bureau of stealing his personal property. The former president claims the FBI seized his passport during the raid on Mar-a-Lago. Latest polls show Republicans rallying around Trump after that raid. 57% want him to win the GOP nomination in 24. That is a four-point bump compared to last month. 17% now support Florida Governor DeSantis. Progressive District Attorney George Gascon will not be recalled by voters in L.A., at least not yet. According to the county clerk there, the petition failed to secure enough signatures to appear on the ballot. His office released a statement on the recall, quote, based on further examination, 195,000 signatures were found to be invalid. Therefore, the petition has failed to meet the requirements and no further action will be taken, unquote. Of course, some believe the fix is in in L.A. Meantime, in that town, famous movie stars and others are turning to private guards for protection. Celebrities now hiring round-the-clock teams after a series of high-profile burglaries. Data from the L.A. Police Department shows a 57% increase in robberies, 29% bump in homicides, 30% jump in violent felonies across that area. Recent polls find 42% of residents in L.A. feel unsafe in their own homes. Of course, regular folks can buy expensive protection like the movie people. Record number of Americans are dining at fast food restaurants to save money. Prices at the supermarket are way up, as you know, but menu items at national chains, fast food, have remained stable. The result, more people are eating at McDonald's, Chick-fil-A, Burger King, Wendy's, Taco Bell, on and on. Lots of calories, lots of sugar, lots of fat. In a moment, lots of controversy over the FBI. Right back. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding Fast Growing Trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code Bill at checkout. So please go to fastgrowingtrees.com, use promo code Bill at checkout. 
Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day, the FBI. Remember the show in the 1960s, if you're of a certain age, as they say you do, the lead FBI guy, Efren Zimbalis Jr., great name, right? I used to watch that show with my father. It was pretty good. And then recently, Quentin Tarantino, the movie director, put it into his movie, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Now, I know as much about the FBI as anybody on the planet because I wrote the book Killing the Mob, which chronicles the FBI from its very beginning in the 1930s. So I'm going to give you a fair assessment of where the Bureau is today, and it is having image problems. So let's take a fair look. We begin with the war on bank robbers from 1930 to 1939. People like John Dillinger, Machine Gun Kelly, Bonnie and Clyde, Pretty Boy Floyd, Babyface Nelson were running wild in the Midwest and the Southwest. It was the Depression, and people hated banks, and these people walked into the banks and stole the money and were actually heroes in some places. The problem was... They shot local law enforcement and some civilians dead. Enter the new FBI under a young lawyer named J. Edgar Hoover. Well, it wiped out these bank robbers. Again, you can read all about that in Killing the Mob. Then we go up to 1963 with the assassination of John F. Kennedy. Again, I wrote the book Killing Kennedy. I got all the FBI records And they were stellar records. The Bureau did a very good job in that case, but few Americans even know that because a lot of the JFK stuff remains classified to this day. Then, the FBI's finest moment. In 1964, it broke the Ku Klux Klan, which was terrorizing blacks and good white people in the South. The best movie I've ever seen on that is Mississippi Burning. So you should check that out. But the FBI did fabulous work in breaking the KKK. Then, finally, it took on the mafia in 1986. Now, J. Edgar Hoover did not want to do that. Bobby Kennedy, the attorney general, forced J. Edgar Hoover to get involved in the 1960s with the mafia, which again was terrorizing the entire country. Well, finally, it took them about 20 years, the FBI used meticulous surveillance to break and convict the eight leaders of the so-called mafia families. Then we go into the World Trade Center bombing in 1993. Some Muslim jihadists blew up the World Trade Center partially in 93. Remember that? And the FBI cracked the case, arresting a dozen suspects six days after the bombing. And then on to September 11, 2001, where the FBI did protect us. On the downside, the Bureau used illegal domestic surveillance under Hoover big time. It also botched Ruby Ridge in 92 and Waco in 93. It did not prosecute Hillary Clinton when obviously she should have an email probe and now the raid at Ma-a-Lago. All in all, the FBI was the premier law enforcement agency in the world, but now it's got problems. I'm Bill O'Reilly, and I approve the message by writing it. In a moment, something you might not know. 
Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. 45 years ago today, music icon Elvis Presley found dead at his home in Memphis, Tennessee, Doctors initially blamed the legend's death on a heart attack. In reality, it was years of drug abuse, as you may know. Here is the true story behind the King of Rock. Elvis Aaron Presley, born inside a tiny one-bedroom home in rural Mississippi on January 8, 1935, in the Depression. The boy began singing at local parties and high schools when he was 12 years old. In 1956, Elvis hit number one with his song Hound Dog, that's a classic, and that launched him into the big time. Throughout his 20-year career, the King racked up 18 number one singles, 40 in the top 10. Elvis Presley sold one billion albums in every country on earth, even North Korea. He also appeared in 31 films. However, fame took its toll on Elvis. He had drug overdoses twice. Despite those near-death experiences, he did not swear off drugs, and his personal physician continued to prescribe them in crazy ways. Elvis financed his habit with a string of concerts in Vegas and a few televised performances. After divorcing his wife Priscilla, things went downhill. He developed a worse addiction to prescription drugs and began consuming junk food in a colossal way, sometimes more than 12,000 calories a day. By 1977, Presley had gained 70 pounds, could no longer walk without a cane, and slept 15 hours a day. On August 16th, the King of Rock was discovered dead on his bathroom floor at the age of 42. And here's something else you might not know. This coming September 27th, my new book, Killing the Legends, The Lethal Danger of Celebrity, comes out. It will explain exactly how Elvis Presley was betrayed and why he did die at the age of 42, 45 years ago today. It is a cautionary tale. All in all, Presley was a good guy, but he totally lost control of his life. Back after this. 
I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.